The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not reflect that of any church affiliation. We do not claim to have any answers to any questions posed, but instead seek to create a healthy dialogue. And let's be clear, nothing in this podcast suggests that we do not love God. We are absolutely, positively, absolutely, nope, spirit-filled, Jesus-loving, fire baptized, baptized in the water and the spirit. Hallelujah. But we are two church girls yeah. who are very aware of problematic things that go on in the church. And so we're just giving you an opportunity to have a first take look into our text message thread, our <laughs> IG DMs, mm-hmm. our Marco Polos. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that we talk about literally every day. Mm-hmm. And we just want to share it with y'all. And we're not the only ones because we, we know not. some others who have the same thoughts and experiences that we do. We are not. And we are not even looking to try to change anybody's mind or anything. We just want y'all to talk with us or listen to us talk to each other. And for some, this will be um, bring awareness. Yeah. Make you think and like, wait a minute. And some people, y'all might get mad and we're sorry. But I'm we're not, not sorry. I was going to say, but, I'm you know, sorry. I'm sorry. It'll, hopefully it'll change the trajectory of how we True. do church. True. But I'm sorry that you feel bad <laughs> because you have been in a place where you haven't been allowed to think outside of what you've been taught. So it's pretty much where the anger comes from, I think. Anywho, but we'll get into all of that. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. I'm tired of the church. Hey everybody, this is Nisi. This is Lydia. And this is the first episode, our inaugural episode of our new podcast. I love God, but I'm tired of this church. Tired. Tired. Like St. Louis, tired. Tired. Yes. Show enough in for real. That is the name of this podcast. I saw a meme. I told you about that meme, right? Um, that said, um, traditions are just peer pressure from dead people. I don't think I saw that. Yeah. But it's the truth. Ain't it? It is the truth. My mom is dead, and every day I still think, oh, what will my mama say? Or maybe I shouldn't because my mama... Mm-mm. But let's think back to just like in church, all the stuff that people do in church. Don't nobody know why they doing it, Mm-mm. but they just keep doing it because everybody been doing it since forever. And the people who started doing it started doing it because it was a personal preference, not because per se Jesus told them. That's just my belief. So let me give you an example. When pastors be cupping their ear when they preach, there's a reason why they used to cup their ear, mm-hmm. which you want to, since you're the historian, she's no. a historian. Now. No, like for real, she's a because historian. back in the day, you know, before we had our beautiful churches and microphone systems and monitors, well, we didn't have any in our churches, so this was help the preacher be able to hear himself because there was no, you know, the good old monitors system that we have now. That's where that came from. And so now we are in the age of technology. 2019, everybody got monitors. And Negroes still cupping their ears. Still. (laughs) 
Still cutting their ear. Why? Whoever told them to cut their ear? They picked it up because they saw other pastors Decades and ear. decades and decades of it. Don't know why they doing it. Just doing it. Mm-hmm. Just because. And then the saints in the audience, they go, oh, preach, preacher. He preaching now. <laughs> he preaching. Which, <laughs> dude, why are we so aggressive? Why? 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 Why do we yell? Specifically in the black church. In the black church. Why do we yell? Why do we, Why yell? do we have Why to? Why do we be mad? Lift your hands. Come on, somebody. I said, give them glory. <laughs> Shondo. Why? <laughs> and then all of that. Why? Lord have mercy, why? And have the audacity to make light of contemporary Christian pastors Absolutely. Who, who like speak so calm and exactly. pleasant. Are and they boring? Cause we They ain't got no power. Oh man. They ain't got no oil. <laughs> Unless you yell. Be mad. Mad. Just beating the people into submission. Who said the power of the the Holy Ghost was so aggressive? Who did though? Like, where did they? Come I don't from? remember any apostles um, or Jesus. We could never know, but we could never know. However, however <laughs> it's not it's not documented in the biblications. <laughs> biblications <laughs> that um, apostles were jerking and quickening and throwing people. Like and, he was doing the woe. <laughs> <laughs> the what? It's I'm out of touch. It's okay, you gonna need to get back in touch. I just okay. Okay. Um, but yeah. <sighs> Just unnecessary traditions mm-hmm. that just get carried on for no reason. For you, I mean, for decades and decades. For no instance, reason. another one is you know, well, the pants, the women wearing pants in church. So mm. you know, for years when I grew up. So also, we will never, never. State specific won't come, won't come for proper me. pronouns, proper pronouns, ma'am, proper nouns. Excuse me, y'all. Proper nouns. We mm-hmm. will never use proper nouns. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we ain't gonna never tell what churches we go to, what churches we been went to. Mm-mm. No pastors' names. No. That we are not personally connected to. Now, maybe we'll talk about other pastors who are like famous or something like that, but we'll never talk about Mm-mm. local people. Period. Mm-mm. So don't be trying to look to see if we're going to say something shady about. We not. I mean, Mm-mm. what we say might sound shady, but we ain't going to tell y'all who we're talking about. <laughs> if you know, you know. But You will not be in my inbox. But anyway, we said that to say. Growing up, we couldn't wear pants to church. Women couldn't wear pants to church. Yes. They mm-hmm. wouldn't let the women and girls wear pants to church or shorts. Mm-hmm. We could only wear skirts at least knee length. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, ankle length. Mm-hmm. And boys, men couldn't wear shorts either um, to church. And today, in 2019, there are still some churches um, who still follow Edith, that, yeah. as they call, a standard. But the truth to me is that um, the Western world, the world, women wore dresses up until, what, the 1920s? Uh, every woman, no matter of of race, the women in the fields were wearing skirts and dresses. I mean, that's just what women. That that was just the culture of the of of the world. Then the 1920s came and things started getting a little different. And someone made a pair of pants for a woman. And next thing you know, I think that's where 
the church decided that this looks too worldly. You look like a man. Um, but isn't there a scripture that There's goes? a scripture about... Go ahead. Uh-huh. However, you're talking about pants made for women. Um, and I think, I think my personal belief is that when the world started changing and um, looking different, that the church was uncomfortable. Uh, men, the leaders, women were uncomfortable. And that's when we decided holiness looks like this and holiness doesn't look like that. And then it became a part of our church culture to say now that, well, we wear dresses because we're holy. And, and the world wears pants. Women in the world wear pants. And what's interesting, and I think you said this uh, just in one of our conversations, is that holiness in the church plays out in a way that polices women specifically. Mm -hmm. It does. When, when you think of holiness in the church or people talking about holiness um, in general, usually it's how women carry themselves, mm -hmm. how women dress how mm -hmm. women wear their hair, mm -hmm. makeup, not makeup, red polish, red lipstick, mm. like jewelry. Right, jewelry. Yeah, down to hair color, just cutting your hair. Whew. Why? Why? Again, why must women really... why must women be the or... why must we be the object of which is why a lot of people don't even like fool with church like that. It just hit me. Do you think it's because of Eve? Do you think that we are blamed today for what happened in the Garden of Eden? Women specifically? Specifically. Because we're always the ones attacked. We are. Because in church... We're the Jezebels. I'm even not naming any churches, but in, it seems like in church, certain, a lot of churches, a woman gets pregnant. Mm -hmm. Let's say the, the, the man who got the woman pregnant goes to the same church. Mm -hmm. The woman is treated way differently in a bad way than Absolutely. the man. Absolutely. God forbid she's in the choir, on the praise team, um, active in the church. Then there's the public humility of being sat down throughout the entire pregnancy, while the man, I don't know. Maybe he gets sat down too. It depends on the church. True story. However, the woman is the one who's looked at as the hussy. The, oh, I was treated horribly yeah. when I got pregnant with mm -hmm. the Horribly. And I've seen I've seen that happen. And to a lot of people, people don't even know everything. Some people know what I went through when mm -hmm. I got pregnant with Leon. Yeah. But a lot of people don't even know what I went through when I got pregnant with Leon. Yeah. And that's that's really that's really sad. But the men, it's almost as though in church, maybe because of things in the Bible, it's almost like men are expected to be Oh, men will be men. Men will be men. It's up to us to make sure that we handle ourselves so that appropriately we don't tempt so that them. we don't tempt Ain't that crazy? Them. Exactly. That instead is crazy. Of, instead of men being taught how to be decent human beings, mm -hmm. women have to be subjected to all types of foolishness yeah. to prevent men from still doing what they're going to do anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Still doing what they're going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm -hmm. It's wild as a mug. Mm-hmm. Generations and generations of it. To this day. Anywho. So the scripture that we were talking about, as far as women 
dressing is Deuteronomy 22 and 5. And it says, a woman shall not wear anything that pertains to a man, nor shall a man put on a woman's garment. For whoever does these things is an abomination to the Lord your God. Mm-hmm. And again, so, but who said that pants had to be for men? So I think that when the when the turn of the century of that no, I don't think it was turn of the century, but when we reached that part in the early 1900s where you know things just started changing, I think it became uncomfortable for men Did and you women. Pants in the Bible, or were they just like you know? And stuff? I wish I knew. I wish I, I feel knew. like I feel like in every in every in every Bible Bible movie. Everybody got on skirts, <laughs> right. tunics and turbans and stuff like yeah. that. Everybody is wearing, you know, one piece, one, one piece. No one yeah. was even in all the the art of black and white Jesus. Jesus got on a whole robe, a gown. That's true. You know, you've never seen the picture uh, with the at the Last Supper. The pants. There's no <laughs> the apostles don't have on pants. They got on robes and dresses yeah. and whatever men wore but they didn't look like women either they did not they didn't so and i they think had long hair. they had exactly so i'm thinking this is a again it's a personal preference things that make people uncomfortable those biases that make people like oh it's i mean imagine seeing for the first time a woman walking through here with a pair of pants right in this in this world it's like wait a minute all of all of a sudden you're not thinking well, those pants must have to be made by a woman for a woman. The immediate thought is she's trying to be a man. A man. And I think that that's the, we got, they got caught up on the image and the, in connecting it to a woman, not trying to be herself, but trying to be a man. And I think it just got, it, it became uncomfortable. The church got, uh-uh. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't, we can't do that. Then women started getting creative, you know, <laughs> Makeup, jewelry, lipstick started getting red. Lace stocking. Lace stock, all all kinds of things, That's and my the, as uh, fishnets. <laughs> and as time progressed, I think yet again, street walkers, as they called them, or mm, prostitutes. prostitutes back in the day, were known for wearing. Okay, they say they say because I wasn't born, so I don't know. <laughs> red lipstick, red fingernail polish, looking like a hussy, looking like a a prostitute, a Jezebel. And then so red lipstick and red fingernail polish or anything that looks flashy maybe, now all of a sudden you look super worldly as a woman. Not only that, you look like a prostitute. So we've connected, and there are some churches to this day who still connect red lipstick That's wild. to something negative. And it's like, nope, you got to keep that out the choir stand. Keep that off the pulpit. Right. We don't even really want to see the church. That's too yeah. bright. That's too yeah. bold. And really, these are those bias, those things that people believe, and they really don't know why they Social believe them. Social constructs. Mm-hmm. Social constructs. Mm -hmm. Dripped, draped, covered in religiosity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you please define what religiosity is? For no. Those? Okay. I'll just put, you know, something. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like use context clues. Mm -hmm. But this is like, seriously... Mm -hmm. A lot of what we do is just, it has nothing to do with 
saving souls. It has nothing to do with reaching lost people. Mm-mm. It has nothing to do with showing the love of the lo- Jesus to anybody. So how? It, and so, in fact, it actually does the complete opposite because now yep. I got to come to church worried about who's judging me, who's a, who's looking at me sideways mm-hmm. and funny. I don't want to come. I'm mm-hmm. not coming. I'm not coming to that. Right. We have ran so many people. We not as in the, the church us, in general, but in general, we'll say we we're a part of the church. You know, so we will take. That was I was agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> take some blame. We'll, we'll take the hit for the sake of the podcast and say we. We have. I lost my thought. Hold please. Yeah, we were but, talking about not showing the love of Jesus. Oh, and oh running so away. and and with all of the rules and the regulations uh, of things that aren't per se biblical, and how people have administered those rules and regulations and how they've treated people who didn't abide or d- didn't look to par you then not, end up you're not showing the, exactly that is where where is the love of christ we're not showing it we haven't shown it in our presentation on te- trying to teach kids or, or little girls because it's also it's mostly the women it's always the women always. on how to dress yeah. But no one's telling the men, stop looking at how mess, your suit too big, you're musty, you know, your tie don't match. <laughs> Ain't nobody telling them that, that you know, you're telling right the men on. who look a, a hot mess. Because they, they look a mess. Because they find a woman that's going to do all that for oh. them. While they meanwhile teaching us that we need to be ready to take care of be everything. grown child. Be everything. Mm. That's a whole nother episode. That's what it is. <laughs> How many women have gotten married and didn't know how to be everything? Everything. They just knew how to cook and clean. And because in the end, that's what a lot of us thought. I mean, a lot of us thought that's what marriage was. Just cooking and cleaning and cooking, cleaning laying on your back, laying, laying on your back. Literally, just laying on your back because you know you can't do anything extra. But again, oh, that's, again, that's, that's a, a whole nother. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Yeah, that's a hot mess. Anyway, so that's pretty much much the golden calf. Very much so. Yes, absolutely. There's some other things too. Yeah. Um. We we were talking about all types of stuff Mm -hmm. in real life. Like Mm. we ain't talking about. (laughs) We're not talking about that one. Not Mm -mm. today. Mm -mm. But um. So oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. go ahead. So I'm so I'm looking at our we're looking at our notes. And so um with this golden calf. Oh, you know what? Keep talking. Okay. I know what we need to do. With this golden calf topic uh religion. Religion. We have um so many different religions out here. They're over me and my Sunday school class, so mm-hmm. we were talking about religion. And I did some, a little bit of research because mm-hmm. I teach Sunday school. I teach the teenagers for Sunday school, y'all. Mm-hmm. And we were doing uh, religion versus relationship. I did a series, religion versus relationship. And in my research, studying to teach, I think it was over 4,000 religions. I feel like that's even low. I feel like it was more than that. Yeah. It was a ridiculous amount of number. And in my mind, I couldn't figure out how there could be that many ways to worship a deity or to exist in a yeah. space of spirituality. Yeah. And in Christianity alone, there are so many different religions. You're factions of there's just so many different and, and yeah, denominations and, and, and how we have belief um, systems like 
crazy. We've treated people kind of bad uh, based off of their religious uh, beliefs, their doctrinal beliefs, and um, almost like some of us have been taught. Girl, this is what I should have did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> some of us have been taught that depending on your faith, what you believe, your religion, we have been taught that we are superior than others who don't believe like us. Yep. So if you apostolic, God forbid you do anything that looks, breathes, or acts like a Baptist. Or a Lutheran. Or a Lutheran. Or a Catholic. Right. Or a Presbyterian. Or AME or CME. Or anything that's just Or anything not that is not apostolic. So I guess, well, we could have, well, being apostolic <laughs> means. <laughs> What's your background? Okay, so my background is apostolic so i grew up apostolic pentecostal apostolic and well that's just disrespectful we can't do nothing about it <laughs> sorry y'all they are uh using a, a leaf blower outside of the door it's okay just keep going pentecostal apostolic so she and one might ask well what is that <laughs> so there's a difference between being Pentecostal and being Pentecostal apostolic. And it all is based off of one uh, thing, baptism, uh, how we baptize, uh, whether we baptize, whether in, we the baptize Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the Father, which the is the apostolic the Father, way, and, and the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, which is the everybody else's way. Right. However, being Pentecostal... Um, falls into the belief system of the apostles doctrine the day of pentecost everything that happened on that day all of that um which you know from birth you're kind of told that well baptists don't believe that so they ain't right uh, catholics don't believe that so they ain't right everybody who don't believe that is not right but then we have our kojic brothers and sisters who are just as pentecostal as we are as apostolics but there's just one phrase that segregates us and that's father son and holy spirit which we're not preachers we are not ministers we are it not is not for us uh -uh, at all to break that down i'm nope. just talking about what and you know are our differences going are try to. not gonna try to not gonna even try to because Ever. then i don't not want nobody in my it. inbox <laughs> i'm gonna get cursed out blessed out and all kinds of stuff and i don't feel like don't it right now no Mm -mm. I don't want to get <laughs> not blocked, but what is it? Facebook reported on and pages blocked <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. No, I'm just saying what, you know, some of the differences are. The crazy part about it is all of our little religions, the major ones, you know, being and, and actually Pentecost is not being Pentecostal is not necessarily a religion. Right. It's a don't we? It's a denomination. But, but we religiously we fall up under Christianity, Christianity, I think. See, no, you know what? I don't know. See this all it's all confusing. So you have the Catholic Church. <laughs> you have the Catholic Church, you have the Baptist Church, the Lutheran Church, the Presbyterian Church. Those the are Church all of our Latter-day Saints and people. They're so that's so my point is I look better with my glasses on right now. I'm pregnant. My face is swollen. Anyway. You're okay. So we're all Christians. Right. We all are reading out of the same exact Bible. Aren't we? I would assume so. Yeah. We are all um, worshiping and serving the same 
Jesus Christ. You have to say Jesus Christ instead of I God because so many people. I want to see what a Lutheran people, service is like. Yeah. I've never been. I've, oh, I've I think I went Lutheran to one people. last year and sang at one. Really? A Lutheran actual service? I don't remember. Service? I don't remember. Or was it just a service held at a Lutheran church? No, 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 no. no. I went to a, I don't remember. But it, it was similar to Catholic church. Speaking of church services, why? Hmm. Why? Why are they four hours long? Why? Just why? I mean, my church services don't be four hours long. Thank the Lord. But. My church service is like an hour and a half. Our church and no one needs to know where I go, so we'll leave. Our that. church That's services are hour and a half. Yeah, and people who might possibly be watching this podcast will know where I go. Nobody knows where you. Because I'm incognito, honey. Go. I disappeared because y'all got on my nerves. Really? <laughs> can't retract that, huh? You cannot. You cannot. I mean, I can. All cut honesty. It, but I'm not going to cut it. <laughs> All honesty, like. No, but in mm-mm. real life, like. There's no reason sense. to be in church for three or four hours. It don't make it sense. It don't make sense to say three or four different prayers in a service before the preacher get up. It don't make sense to have an A, B, C, D, E, F selection. And a it don't make sense. And a sermon. <laughs> it don't make sense. And an offering selection. Like. It just made me I used hurt. to leave church. No, <laughs> I used to leave church. church. Yes. All, all day. The, all day. I used all to leave day. church. No lie. Especially. Being on the praise team or if you're in a choir and doing, doing all kinds of stuff, used to get home and crash. Tired. You felt like you worked Just an entire tired. eight hour in day. That's really for the people who are in ministry, though. People yeah. who are working. People who but, just come to church to sit. But they don't have in a, a church service that's three to four hours long. That's not productive. Where it's at either. That the, the spirit is not moving in is not where it's at. It, it just, but in a service where it don't make sense, it just doesn't make. You got to do a welcome and announcements, and then this person got to have they were everybody got to have something. And then to this say. person only supposed to do this, but they trying to get they five minutes in, so mm-hmm. they got to preach they little mini service. Exactly, and God just so it just makes me wonder. Now, so in my little historian head, this is where I think it started at, because I wonder. Why in the world, since I've been born, have church services been so long? Mm-hmm. So one day, this was about, this was several years ago, there was an exhibition at the St. Louis History Museum during Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And we were going through there, and it, in, in this particular um, segment of it, there was a program. The program was for, Martin Luther King was, was the, main, the, the main speaker that evening. In this, on this program, that was like this long. Speaker, speaker, singer, someone's talking. The whole I said, is that where we got that from? Back in the awesome. civil in the civil rights movement, you know, I think that was the time where the black church was the strongest because we were congregating there. And, and it wasn't just church. It wasn't just church, right. Um, they were organizing. Yeah, they were organizing. Some churches was organizing. Some churches were organizing. Others didn't want no parts of anything right. political. Civil, no marching, no, but anyway, that's a whole other story. However, looking at this program from back in 1960 or something, and Martin Luther King was the keynote speaker, there was like 15 other people before him to talk, to sing, to to do whatever, to pray. They were literally sitting in church all day. And I'm thinking, culturally, that our services were so long because that really church was really the only place that we had. Right. That was that was really the only place that where we sense. congregated. That we didn't have anything else. 
That makes Today, sense. what we have is we have a whole lot of other stuff. We have jobs. We have adults. And <laughs> they stuff. had jobs back then. <laughs> so check out what I'm trying to say. They had jobs back then, but we're talking about more women work now than they did then. And then people were off on Sundays then. You have people who work two and three jobs now. People work nights. You have adults who are in college. You have, um, you know, parents. It's hard to... The pace to, of life The is pace of different. life is so much faster. Uh, every, everything is different now. But 50 plus years ago, church was all we had. I mean, really, black people had church. They had taverns. They had taverns. juke joints. Taverns. <laughs> Concerts, maybe. <laughs> But really, what else was there for us? To, we didn't really have as much, um, as many options. We travel now. We vacation. We we do so much. We have the ability now to do a lot of things that we didn't have the ability to do back then. And church really was, that was our place where we had our social interactions, uh, where we met people. And church was everything back then. It's different now. What if we took it back further? Maybe, what if it like started back during slavery times where Sundays were their yeah, only they're off only, days yeah. and so they spent it yeah. away from... And there were, some of them were having their own I'm little not, services. This isn't like fact. Yeah. <laughs> this is just me thinking out loud like what if. Um, but yeah, regardless of what it was then, there really is no reason for it to be as long as it is now. Mm-mm. I went to a... Um, Unless 300 people are getting baptized. Right. Unless. So we're not saying that it should never be long. If the spirit is legit moving and stuff mm-hmm. is just happening, then that, it is what it is. But there's it's times when you know. It's going to be There's times but when you can the service and you can Sunday, see that we are trying to push and pump and prime people to get to a certain place so that, because it's like we can't leave service and then nobody fall out. Right. God forbid. That means Jesus wasn't here, but Jesus is in every service. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere, right? You're the one who walks in. What does the scripture say? Let me put on my little interest gates with thanksgiving and into this course of praise. But we don't enter church like that. No. We enter church like, okay, who's singing? Who preaching? Is my pastor here today? Oh, my God. Sister such and such. Oh, my God. Look at, oh, she get on my nerves. Yeah. He get on my nerves. We enter into church with a different attitude and agenda. So if Waiting for church, someone to be like, lift your hands and come on and pull us in. And it's like, mm. You ain't singing good enough. Right. I'm still going to sit here. Right. Ooh, child, they sound a mess. So what my first lady used to always tell us is that you don't wait until you get to church. No. Like, if... If you're going, if you're on your way to a prayer service, mm-hmm. you should have already been praying before already you got been praying. there. So now mm-hmm. you got to spend the first 15 to 30 minutes working yourself up in prayer. Mm-hmm. If you so do you, that. Right. Right. If but it's the same that. in worship service. People mm-hmm. people spend their whole... I don't know what people do they Sunday mornings. My Sunday mornings, I used to get up and I used to watch a whole other service. Steve Furtick. I used to watch... I him. I used to watch him before I went to service. I was already ready. So people will say they come into church with the mindset to receive the word. Mm-hmm. But then we got to spend the first two hours of church having worship service to prepare your heart to receive the word. Like worship is definitely necessary, but worship but it is don't a, have a time to be filler. as laborious as it is. Exactly, and it doesn't have to be a time filler. Do you want to explain what laborious is? Laborious, <laughs> like labor intensive, like for take the, for, all for that those, work for, and I'm just saying, energy. You know, not everybody might know. 
And we only saying this because both of us are a part of, well, she used to be a part of the worship team. Or the choir. Or we the, all know what it's like. We we know it's what it's like because it's it's more work for those who are on the back end. I want to say the production end of things because mm-hmm. that's really I don't want to say we're all just up there for show, but the production end of things. Choir members are rushing to get to church on time. It, some who wear choir roles. We got now we got to get to the robe room. Yeah. Uh, you have your praise team who's who comes out first. So you got the praise team. Everybody's rushing and trying to get in to get to their spots, their positions. Again, it's almost like I used to feel like I was clocking in at a job. It did not feel like I was coming to church to worship. It can feel like you clocking in. It can in feel at a like job. that, you know. Because I teach Sunday school, then I'm already here mm-hmm. before service starts. And then there's a break in between Sunday school and um, worship service where we have house of prayer, where we spend 15 to 30 minutes just praying to set the atmosphere for service. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't feel rushed or anything yeah. like that. However, it do be feeling like some days, because, I mean, I'm right. human. It's some days it do be feeling like I'm at work today. Right. And then depending on how many ministries you're in, because most of my life, I spend my life in, like, 35 yeah. ministries. And in one Sunday, it could be like, well, now you got to run up here. Okay, you need it over here. You got to go there, there, and, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that that would be the at the end of the service. I go home, and everyone takes that Sunday nap. That Sunday nap. It's bedtime. Because it's bedtime. By the time you get home. <laughs> Long exactly. Service. And you feel like your body. And then even when you're in music ministry, like it's draining. It's super draining. There's so many reasons why it's draining. So you singers understand reasons. how there could be so many reasons. Why music ministry will tire you tire you out? My nerves have started twitching. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, it just don't need to be that long. But what I was saying was, so I was at a leaders conference, and the pastor that came to teach was saying how his church services are only an hour long. Mm-hmm. A whole different pastor. We've been to a church mm-hmm. where the church service was mm-hmm. an hour long, and everything that happens in services where we've been in that was three, four hours long happened, happened in that, in one, that hour. one hour. And the service was fire off the chain. Fire. Yeah. And you're like, fire. wait, what? In an hour. In an hour, you almost like I need more. Did like, we? but I'm telling you, and everything so, happened. This pastor and nothing felt rushed. Nothing felt rushed at all. Nothing felt rushed at all. But this pastor was saying his church services are also an hour long. And he said there was a guest preacher that came and he told the guest preacher their (laughs) situation. Mm -hmm. This is what we do. Try to adhere to that. Mm -hmm. The person did not. And the kids were in children's church. And he (laughs) said one of the kids came up to him after children's church. I want to say it was his grandbaby. Mm -hmm. Came up to him and said, did God ever show up? Don't you ever have us in children's church that long See, again. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know if some of us like to hear ourselves talk. And when I'm ready to uh... Okay. But yeah, so he was saying, you know, um, the kid was like, did God ever show up? But we just don't have to have such long services. We don't. I'll never forget one of my friends, I was telling him, I don't know what we, why we were talking about church, but I must have invited him or something. And he was like, what time do you get out of church? And I told him. <laughs> And he was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Legit it's surprising. surprised." Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, I thought all church services were three and four hours long. Absolutely not, sir. Let me tell you Absolutely something. Not. The church I grew up in, for those you know me, y'all remember, 
service used to actually start later than it than it does now. Mm-hmm. So you know, service I believe used to start at eleven or eleven thirty, and we would be in church at three three thirty p.m. Just hungry. <laughs> you got to eat before church, but you and know, then the night lunch. services. Then there was a night service. You know, I have an issue with nights. I used to like it though back in the day, but things have changed, and I believe it's... I didn't grow up going to night services. Okay. when I was when I was a kid, our church didn't have night services like that, except for Monday night prayer. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night Bible study, and then every once in a while we have like all night prayer on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. I was used to that, but I'm talking about the uh, after service, after Sunday service services, yeah, the appreciation services, oh. and the anniversary services, and the I don't like. Did you have an anniversary? That's what I want to know. Okay, like why, why, why do we have these things? I think it's important for us to honor. The men and women of God. Yes. I truly do. Mm-hmm. We but have to appreciate them. where all these appreciation them. services come from? Like, we need to research that. Where did yeah. that start? Where did, where did it start? Where did that start? I don't know. It, it's, um, I don't know. Because now today. Hey, Dorian, that's your, that's your homework. That's my homework for that's the next your time. And I guarantee you she's going to figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we didn't get to all of our topics uh, that we were going to talk about today. Oh, but it'll be, we will definitely have more episodes where yeah. we will, it's a lot we want to talk about. And quite honestly, the, the topics are endless yeah. for, for such a podcast. They are. So, and we're not angry. We, we're not bitter. We're not angry. Absolutely we're not. just talking about, you know, some, some real stuff that we've experienced and maybe some of you guys have experienced. At the end of the day, let me make this my statement. I still love, I love the way I was raised. Absolutely. Um, Yes, growing up, <laughs> being an adult now, I look back saying, why in the world did my mama do that? Or why this and why that? that some stuff didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like, I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade it for the world because I feel like today I'm a very well-rounded individual. Yeah. Uh, religiously, spiritually, personally, I'm a very well-rounded individual. So, that concludes our very first episode yep. of our podcast i yep. love god but i am tired of this church sick of it <laughs> anyway but we look forward to uh you know having more dialogue as mm-hmm. we you know add more episodes we'll even be interviewing some people and having oh, conversations yeah. with you know some other people to yeah, weigh in on some subjects so absolutely i can't wait for the next episode because yeah. i think we're gonna have to uh use some of ypj's yeah stuff. yeah i think so So it's been real, guys, and um, we'll talk to y'all later. Holla!